This is Infernal from Disaster from Germany and you're listening to Interview Under Fire. All right, everyone, welcome back to a brand new episode of Interview Under Fire. This is your host, Sonny, this time along with the mighty infernal also known as marcus <laughs> but it's like a batman batman and a bruce wayne type of thing you know it's it's an honor man uh thank you so much for joining our iuf series today now marcus this is an exciting time of the year for you and the rest of the guys over at disaster with the release of your ninth studio album i can't believe i'm even saying that number you know churches without saints drops june 4th on metal blade records and first things first marcus i'm going to commend you guys on all of the well-deserved recognition has been getting so far uh that thrasher of a single that just dropped learn to love the void um there's plenty of amazing things to unravel about this album but before we get to all that and beyond you know i talk about this with all my guests i'm gonna ask you a very important question to start things off infernal man how are you how is life right now how are things in germany i know you, I know you got your drink with you you're just hanging out but um, is everything good? Is everything safe? Is everything on the better side of things since everything pretty much changed from a year ago? How's life in Germany, man? Uh, first of all, thank you for your invitation uh, <laughs> in your show. Uh, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Uh, in, in, despite all the problems, of course, uh, not only in Germany, uh, we are still in the lockdown, you know, and uh, it was great to, to to dress for this interview, you know, like going to the pub because it's still <laughs> forbidden. <laughs> so I'm having a, a couple of beers talking to you about heavy metal and, and some some disaster stuff, you know, that's 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 the only the only good thing now in, in these times, you know. And of course, we are hoping that uh, everybody is is soon uh, uh, taking uh, vaccination. Is it called? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm it's scheduled. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm scheduled to get one pretty soon. And uh, a lot of my friends have gotten theirs. And I think it's it's a slow, but it's a slow, but it's it's a process that we're going through right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In, in Germany, the process is very, very slowy yeah. because you know. Uh, uh, we are very strict all the time with Germans. You have to fill in this form and that form, and then you get your vaccination, you know, and that takes mm -hmm. its time and uh, makes it slowly. But uh, the end is uh, inside, I think. And uh, of course, we are hot to play live again. Yeah, it's it's uh, the irony of everything you're saying tonight, actually. I mean, it, it's 930 in the morning here in Dallas. I'm I'm here drinking a coffee while you're having beers. Um, it, it, it's, it's crazy that like actually today, later on today, I'll be actually heading to one of the venues that opened back up here in Dallas, which is the gas monkey. It's a very popular venue for, for a lot of the bands that, uh, that we've had a chance to host and it'll be my first time back in over a year. So later on today, it's, it's something nice to look forward to something like that, you know? So as That's you're great. telling me how everything's kind of just trying to fall back into motion. I'm, I'm, I'm going to think about that later on tonight. But anyway, you know, life as of late, obviously, you know, many of us have also been away from the stage a lot, you know, fans and musicians alike. And now that things do seem to have a light at the end of the tunnel, you know, Marcus, how have you been keeping up your guitar chops these days? You know, is that affecting, has that affected your musicianship? Has anything changed for you routine wise lately, if at all? I mean, within the last year, technically. 
Well, uh, uh, it was it was the other way around, you know, uh, because we couldn't play live. Of course, we hanged around in the rehearsal room uh, much more. And so we could concentrate on the new album, rehearse, uh, record it there. And uh, so it, it, it was not the, the, the baddest point. You know, the only 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 weak uh, thing was that uh, I think everybody was doing the same, you know, so mm -hmm. everybody is doing a new album. And so the pressing process uh, took, took a lot of time. You know, we, we have finished uh, the recordings already in uh, January and uh, gave the record to Metal Blade. Please release it. <laughs> but it's... Uh, <laughs> It's 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 uh, released in, in June, so uh, it's always uh, th this this time of waiting makes me nervous, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so I'm I'm glad if if June comes and uh, I can can uh, put my own record on the record player, you know, it's always a great feeling. <laughs> yeah, and I and I can definitely attest to that. We're, we're going to talk about churches without saints here in a minute. Now, something that I know that you did a lot before this whole lockdown is man touring. Marcus, you've been at this for three decades, maybe even longer, you know, disaster has been around since 1988 and, and not only with disaster, you know, whether it's with moon towers, you know, or with disaster. And I wanted to ask, you know, how was the touring life and the live music experience for you, Marcus, personally, because uh, you've done some extensive touring throughout your career. You played at, you know, party center festival, Vakan, metal assault festival, just to name a few. And now we've, we've been all kind of just, you know, forced to take, an unexpected step back and has time lately made you develop a growing appreciation of that touring life? Like, you know, uh, you know, you can talk about food, you can talk about culture, you can talk about fans, you know, what was your biggest takeaway from that touring lifestyle? Now that you're looking back on that. Uh, of course, uh, we are missing uh, playing live a lot. Of course, you know, it's, it's nothing can be better than, than, than bang your head on stage uh, together with the fans in the first row who are freaking out, you know, that's, that's why we are playing in a band, of course. And without, without that, it's, it's feeling very strange. And, uh, of course we are missing it. Uh, but, uh, perhaps I, I, I have to say we are, of course, a, a live band. We play live very, uh, often, but, uh, we don't do long tours. You know, we are mm -hmm. not a professional band who earns their livings with, with music, with playing. So we, we can choose the shows. Of course, we, we played uh, uh, the big festivals in Germany and abroad, uh, but we don't go on tour for five months like other bands do and uh, are really exhausted after that. So I think this is one of the secrets of disaster. <laughs> we, we still keep the flame alive, you know. I think uh, you can't do that if, 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 if it's a re regular job, you know. And uh, so for us, it's, uh, it's, it's still passion, you know. Yeah. Uh, a lot of passion. And uh, we love to meet at the rehearsal room, drink beer, make some noise, record something new, uh, play live. Then, and so every, every show is something special for us. Yeah, I remember when I had uh, uh, everything you're telling me, I remember when I had Cult of Luna, uh, on this show and and uh, you know he was telling me about it it was very interesting because if you have if you start to do things on a regular basis over and over and over you kind of lose that passion and yeah, that's, that's uh, and, and, and yeah Yo johannes person like he, he was he was telling me about that and about that experience and that kind of sunk in my head i'm like you know what you're right it's nice to take whatever you do for a passion it's nice to take a break from it so you can 
when you go back into that, you kind of reignite your passion. Uh, does that make sense? Uh, I hope, uh, yeah, you know you're talking about that's, that's 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 the truth. You know, it's it's like beer drinking. If you do it every day, <laughs> from morning to the evening, it 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 doesn't taste good anymore. So exactly it goes for for playing heavy metal music. You know, I I <laughs> I love heavy metal, of course. I listen to heavy metal, uh, of course, every day in my fucking life, but. Uh, to stand on on, on, on on stage every day with all the traveling, you know, it's it's exhausting. And uh, I think uh, the spirit, the spirit will disappear then. And uh, I think we have kept this spirit over the, the 30 years of existing. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I think you can hear it uh, if you listen to a new album that it's, it's sounding fresh, it's sounding wild. Uh, and I think that's uh, we are we are proud. We're proud uh, that we can we can uh, tr uh, transport our our passion, our feelings. Yeah, and uh, something I wanted to ask: What about has live streaming crossed your mind at all, Marcus? Because a lot of the bands have been doing this for the last year, no, and no. Uh, there's always that uncertainty going forward. Like, do you still see bands doing something like this even after the pandemic is over? Uh, no, I think nobody will be interested in watching uh, <laughs> live live concerts, you know, uh, on on the computer. And uh, for disaster, that's that's no no way, you know. Uh, we we need the 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 the, the audience. We need yeah. the aggression and uh, the screaming, uh, and 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 that's that's why we are on stage. So if this is missing. Uh, I think uh, nobody is interested in, in watching a disaster rehearsal because uh, most of the time we, 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 we drink at the rehearsal and watching us drinking <laughs> is not that interesting. <laughs> yeah, you need the whole crowd with you. I mean, that's I mean, the, the, the thing about about disaster, what makes you guys disaster is the live experience. And um, I've had so many uh, artists come on interview under fire and tell me their experiences on. Yeah, I would love to, you know, do live streaming. It still gives me a chance to engage with my fans during this time. And some artists would say, oh, I'm, I'm not doing anything until all this is over. And both answers are fine. You know, your answer is perfect. And there's no wrong answer to this because, I mean, we we love metal, but not to sit here and just to watch a screen, right? We love metal because of the, the atmosphere is unmatched by any other genre. I mean, the genre is what? I mean, it's 50 years old. I mean, I think it's one of the younger genres, I, I think, still and and just music lore, but as far as like heavy metal, I mean, that's, that's what we're about. So I always wanted to get your take on some, someone like yourself, who's been a at a lot of places around the world. And uh, it's nice to take your perspective to see how things will look like going forward. But having said that, you need to come to Dallas and then we'll, we'll talk about it then and see how yeah, you, yeah. you need to see, you need to see the, you need to see the Dallas crowd, you know, even in Texas, it's been four years, but I think it's time for a comeback now. Uh, let's talk about Churches Without Saints. Uh, I don't want to delay this any longer. The ninth album comes out June 4th on Metal Blade Records. And this is the long-awaited follow-up to 2016's The Oath of an Iron Ritual. It's quite the follow-up, Marcus. And uh, nine gates of, gates of hell, right? What is that saying? In the ninth album, it's like the perfect timing, I suppose. Um, now, <laughs> now, if I may, I want to I wanna talk about this really quick because from start to finish, it was just an amazing execution on the blend of like the old school black metal, death metal, thrash metal sounds. It was atmospheric and epic. You even said, uh, what is, I want to quote you, the black lava, which is flowing around the throne of Satan himself. I, I got that. I, I I felt that, you know, that really the, the, atm great. the atmospheric edge. And uh, 
just just word of advice listen to this album in the dark with no lights and in, in the middle of the night and you'll you know exactly what i'm talking about and um, good. and here's the thing there's a fine line between you know staying true to your sound and still being original and you guys have done that which is not an easy thing to do after 30 years so uh you know from songs like you know learn to love the void and uh, uh failing trinity the title track sadistic salvation the epic closer endless awakening which is my personal favorite um i mean there's not a song on here that didn't make me want to not headbang you know like like, for for me for me that's a good formula for a metal album but uh walk me through this marcus you know when did the writing for churches without saints begin for you guys you know i'm gonna stop talking here because i I won't be able to stop myself but i'm gonna i'm gonna hand the reins over to you just take it over as far as the writing process how long it took uh yeah How'd that go? Yeah, um, I think uh, we celebrated our anniversary, our thirteenth uh, uh, anniversary in nineteen uh, uh, in two thousand nineteen. So uh, we we released a single uh, called uh, "Black Celebration," and on the other side, on side B of the single, there was already one song which uh, was uh, meant to be on the new album. And since then, we we constantly wrote new songs and. Uh, it was 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 great because we we uh, of course as you said already we wanted to stick to our roots of course we we by the way we can't do anything else <laughs> that's okay you should stick to so, stick to what yeah. you know and stick because you do it well thank you thank you and uh, but on the other hand of course we we don't want to repeat all the time and so uh, it was great that we had a new drummer in the band now uh, who brings some fresh air also uh, in the music and in the in the songwriting and uh, uh, but he he still knows uh, how disaster has to sound like because he studied the old songs very good very well and uh, he's used to the to the old school heavy metal style we play <laughs> yeah and uh, but i think uh yes we we managed to 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 uh, give the people our trademarks you know we have the black metal uh, hurricane songs we have the pounding fresh metal songs but we also have some epic stuff on it the title track and uh, mentioned endless awakening the last song which is very epic and uh, uh, yeah I think we have a good mixture perhaps the best the best mixture on on a disaster album uh, because there is uh, from everything which which makes disaster disaster there is something on the new record. And uh, there are some new elements. Uh, for example, the beginning of Exile is imminent, the song. There, yeah. there is a, a strange rhythm uh, which have never been heard from Disaster. And some people might be asto- stoned, astonished with this. Yeah. Um, but I think uh, some little elements have to be new. So uh, it's it was a good choice. Yeah, what did I say? You guys mix that modern sound with the with the originalities that you guys are known for. Uh, something that you did touch on briefly. I want to talk about your new drummer. Uh, is it Hunt? Hunt, yes. Hunt, yeah. And he's known for his work with Divine Genocide and Monastery. And he took over as soon as your previous longtime drummer, you know, Tormentor, left the band. Uh, uh, let's talk about him, you know, because what new element does Hunt bring or perhaps brought back into disaster that the lineup may not have had before? Okay, Hunt is a very skilled drummer. You know, Tormentor is uh, also like me, uh, not a, a real musician. 
<laughs> no, I was I'm, I'm I'm honest, you know, I have to say this. <laughs> we have never had a teacher or something like that. We have never studied uh, to play our instrument and uh, we, we are just heavy metal fans who want to 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 imitate Venom. <laughs> That's our secret. <laughs> and Hond, he's a, he's a very skilled drummer, you know. He had uh, a teacher for years. He also played in a in a German pop band. <laughs> oh wow, that's I really mean, that, really. I, mean, I think that's pretty amazing how you're able to take uh, uh just that that experience from a whole different genre into yeah. something like disaster. Anyway, go ahead. That's that's, that's pretty so, so interesting when he he talks about his experience in the real business. You know, <laughs> there's there's so much backstabbing. He always uh, tells <laughs> us. You know, so we we are we are we are glad that we are just an underground band. <laughs> And uh, it's 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 cool. He's, uh, as I said already, a very skilled drummer. He, uh, with his band, they won the German Grammy, which is called Echo. You know. Wow. And I asked him, "Oh, what are you doing with the with the Echo? I want to see it." And he said, "Oh, I just uh, gave it to a friend because I'm not interested in stuff <laughs> like that." <laughs> so you see, his character is good as well. <laughs> yeah. We have a lot of fun with him. Uh, and uh, I think he he is one of these guys who can uh, who who don't has to show his skills all the time. You know, there are some moments when they are exploding, yeah. But he also can do the simple stuff, which a disaster song needs. So uh, I all I have a great respect uh, for Dark Thrones drummer Fenris. Yeah, because he is also so, so fucking great drummer. He's playing so good. Uh, just listen to the very first album of Dark Throne. Uh, he plays very good fills and stuff like that. And he totally throw it away and just played some of the, of the, of the black metal on the next albums, you know. And I, I, I'm, I like this, you know. And and Hunt is 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 a little bit the same. He can play everything. He could play. Uh, I don't know, uh, progressive stuff, but it, of course, wouldn't fit to disaster. So uh, there are some moments uh, uh, I, I, I mentioned uh, Exile is Imminent, for example, or uh, just listen to the song Sadistic Salvation, the middle part. He plays so great drums. I don't, I don't know where, where the hands are going because, you know, it's so fast that you can't see where the hands are, are on. And it's so great to, to watch him playing. And, uh, yeah, we are very glad to have him in the band. Of course, it was very sad when we had to uh, make the decision to, to get divorced with Tormentor, mm -hmm. who, was a, who still is a very good friend of mine and, of course, also from the other guys in the band, but uh, that was not longer possible because he played in Asphyx. Then he even joined Sodom, you know, and uh, it was he, he had no time anymore for disaster. So many shows, so many rehearsals. He even moved away from our hometown, uh, so it was not longer possible to rehearse with him. Yeah. And disaster is no file exchanging band you know we, we we can't rehearse via via the internet and uh, we have to be in the rehearsal room and that was not longer possible so we had to say goodbye yeah yeah <laughs> it, it, it happens and uh we actually had the chance to uh uh host asphyx and sodom on interview under fire not too long ago so uh this kind of just rounds out the trio i guess you know with the 
the tormentor tour, I guess. Now, uh, something that I did, uh, I talked about it earlier in the interview, the production. Um, I mean, as far as the production, it sounded so raw. It sounded so powerful. It felt like an old old school production. And here's the thing, like these days, I'm very picky on how I want my music to sound. I'm an audiophile now, like how I want to sound, the way I want, want the music to sound. Now, it was recorded, mixed, and mastered by your live mixer. Is it Jan Jensheimer? Yes, yes, yes. That's his name. I'm, I'm yes. getting better at the pronunciation these days. And, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And there was always also uh, mixing uh, Asterix live. Yeah, and uh, uh, it was also in the, done in the band's your band's rehearsal room. Is that right? Yeah. And you mentioned how it was a big goal for you to change the sound a bit. You know, talk about that and talk about Jan. I'm sure there was a sense of comfortability for you guys in the studio knowing that he's working on churches without saints. Is that correct? Yeah. You know, uh, I'm also uh, an older guy like you, and uh, yeah, we, are, we 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 grew up with with uh, ride the lightning sound, you know, with the old old uh, sounds of the bands, and of course you are used to it, and you want uh, the sound you 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 are used to. So I don't like these modern sounds with all the. Mm all the trigger drums who sound alike, you know, every band is, is using the same equipment. Every, every band is, is using the same uh, computer programs to, to record and, and mix and master the stuff. And that was a goal to change that because uh, listening to the last, I would say two disaster albums, I, I also recognized, ah, the sound is, ah, it, it could be better. It could be more, uh, uh, warm more 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 natural, natural? oh we natural. said at the same yeah. time natural there you go you, like, like, yeah. us, us, us old guys we know, we know exactly what we're talking about <laughs> yes yes that was the goal you, you know and uh, i always liked the sound of the third album tyrants of the netherworld uh, which was very raw some 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 say it was a little bit uh yeah, so, uh, muddy, you know, mm -hmm. yeah. muddy sound, uh, sound uh, like from hell. <laughs> but but I, I liked it, and and, and the, the goal was to do something in this direction again. And I think we we managed it. We we uh, had an an I think fifty year old uh, uh, mixing board, you know, <laughs> which which was filling our whole rehearsal room. So big it was. And uh, I think this 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 old board makes uh, a lot with the with the sound. You know, there were some some um, I don't know uh, something not not working that good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we we have to kick the the, the mixing board so it works. But uh, at the end, the sound which came out was 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 great. So we like it. Yeah, I love it, and it really reminded totally. me of my of my younger days. You know, uh, growing up listening to. Um, you know, like you said, Ride the Lightning and, you know, bands like, you know, uh, a Death, you know, like they had that raw sound in their early, yeah. early albums. And something I did uh, that came to mind, and I know we only have like five minutes left. I, I think this is very important because the lyricism throughout Churches Without Saints, um, uh, you know, deals with the hypocrisy of religion, how we are blinded and we're still suffering from, you know, these old fairy tales, so to speak, that are being fed to us. And Life goes on, you know, no need to save the soul, so to speak. And a there's a lot of detailed philosophical ideologies in the lyrics. And it's kind of been that constant, te constant uh, theme within Disaster's catalog of the over the years. You know, that single that dropped, Learn to Love the Void, is about finding salvation within 
the nothingness of the void inside yes. heaven or hell. And then you have a song Got like, it. yeah. And then you have a song like, you know, um, armed architects of annihilation, which is about remaining unsure as to what life actually is, especially at a time like today. I mean, it fits so perfectly. So I wanted to ask, you know, Marcus, to what level, you know, do you guys like to have a theme, you know, for your music and how important are themes to you, Marcus? Is that more about helping you write or sound or is that more for the audience? Cause you know, we know about a lot of artists. They don't really care about themes. They just do 10 songs in the studio and that's it. But like, I, I but I felt like with, you know, disasters music, you guys go above and beyond as far as like capturing that moment, capturing that emotion, capturing that uh, you, you know, theme. And that's the general aspect of it. I wanted to get your thoughts on that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think a disaster ever was a band. Of course, we are some kind of anti-religious uh, and we have an anti anti Christian lyrics because Christianity is the religion which is uh, still strong here in our country country, and uh, so it's 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 still important to to say what we think about it. Yeah, of course. <laughs> and uh, of course, it's it's now on another level. You know, in the past we had some some lyrics like sacrilege with 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 uh, lyrics like a piece on the bible and and <laughs> of course stuff like that primitive anti I mean just let's look behind me they've been doing it for years so <laughs> yeah 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 I, I love them I, and and yeah that's a good example you know i i deeply respect nergal's um fight against uh, the catholic church in poland yeah especially you know, now good god uh, yes in in poland uh, 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 even I think 90% of the people are still Catholic, you know, hmm. which is not bad, but uh, the Catholic Church in Poland is very, very strong and they, they forbid free speech. And I think hey, we are living in the year 2021 now and uh, that, that can't be uh, the, the, the truth. You know, it's, uh, it's a shame that, that the religions are still ruling the state and uh, that's that's not good. So I totally support Nergal and also Disaster is doing a little bit to fight against yeah. <laughs> all yeah. the religion. You know, I, I don't have anything against uh, the, the older women who go to the church and, and pray to God. They can do. But uh, I think every religion is, is which is institutionalized, you know, um, is, is, a, is a problem because you know, they want to tell you what is the truth. They want to tell you what to do. You know, they, they abuse our children. There's a big scandal going on now in Germany, in Cologne, you know, where where, uh, where children and, and, and young people were uh, abused over the years, you know, by, by clerics. And uh, this, this can't go on, you know. This, this mm. must be stopped. We have to fight against this shit. Yeah, I mean, well said. Uh, Marcus, we're running out of time here, man. Um, I can't wait to bring you back on to Interview on a Fire. I hope, you know, uh, we do this again in Dallas in person with you and the yes. band, hopefully. Um, like I said, we'll, we'll stay in touch after the interview, and uh, I'll help you guys book a show here. Uh, dying to see you guys here. And uh, before we finish things off here, do you have any, I don't know, last words, any shout-outs, anything you'd like to plug in or mention as far as disaster and Churches Without Saints? Uh, do you have a new music video coming out that you can or cannot talk about? I don't know. <laughs> no, no, no. We, we are not that pretty guys. You know, we don't need to show our faces <laughs> in a video. <laughs> uh, one last word I want to say is uh, 
uh, you know that we are not a professional band. We don't earn our living with with the music. So uh, you don't you don't have to buy our album. Please buy the album of the bands who are living from their music. Mm. Uh, support them, please. Just steal the new uh, disaster album instead. And uh, uh, but listen to it. It's 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 good. Yeah, we've talked about it for half an hour. If if this wasn't enough, I don't know what is. Um, again, Marcus, <laughs> this has been such an honor. Everyone is listening. This is Marcus, a.k.a. Infernal from Disaster. Uh, Churches Without Saints comes out June 4th on Metal Blade Records. And he said it best, buy records if you can, because it does help out the bands. You know, they can't do it without your help, especially at a time like now. And don't forget, you can listen to this podcast on all major podcast streams out there. Check us out on interviewonerfire.com. Marcus, man, you stay safe out there in Germany. Uh, Like I said, we'll stay in touch again, and I will see you next time in person. Thank you very much, and I say German word, Prost! Oh, Prost! Uh, My coffee's done, but you know, I'm going to have a drink tonight. I'll I'll toast in your honor, right, man? Have a nice weekend. Cheers. You too, Marcus. Talk to you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. See you next time. Hey guys, thanks for listening to Interview Under Fire podcast. If you guys liked what you heard, please subscribe and share our channel. And please leave a five-star review as that helps us tremendously. If you'd like to check out more, visit www.interviewunderfire.com or our social media channels on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. And finally, we want to thank you all for the support you've been giving us. Keep it burning.